When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to the Sarah and Vinny Secret Show, brought to you by Odyssey. This is the Sarah and Vinny Secret Show. Just a heads up, episodes sometimes include content not suitable for work and definitely not safe for kids. Now available on the Odyssey app. Secret. I think you want to know a dirty little secret about a secret little show. Sorry, I'm sorry. I'm reading and talking to you. Uh, I'm going to put this aside. Are we ready to roll here? Or is are you guys still working? Wait, what are you putting aside? Do we want to hear that? Is that better? You might hear it. Okay. If we get to it. I was I was rereading uh, Fridays because I had kind of forgotten what the deal was on Friday's thing too. When you brought it up, I knew it was whores or dogs. So I knew it was whores. But I couldn't remember what the deal was. Yeah, I don't either. You're going to have to refresh me. Try and think of it. Try and come up with it. What was it? What, what the... F- fuck was it about see if you can do it and it was a good one too like i as i read it i'm like oh yeah but it's i don't know why it just totally escaped me no i don't have it right there were a lot of typos a lot of typos where uh she had like stepkids ex-husband oh current husband stepkids three kids i think oh look at you pulling it out did you look did you peek no i didn't peek I thought about it for a while this morning when you guys brought it up because I couldn't think of it either. I was like, what "All right, the hell well, I maybe, still don't right. get the horror part." Okay, so here's the. Yeah. We're, okay. This is just leave all this in. Are we rolling already? I hope. <laughs> uh, let me start it up. Oh, just kidding. Uh, oh. <laughs> you're good. Oh, good on you, Axel. Yeah, uh, oh, look, Swagger Bun's back. He's got his bun. My brother uh, called me Swagger Bun yesterday. Actually, okay. So apparently, he's listening. Yeah. That's good to know. Nice. Hey, to that. Alex's yeah. brother. What's your brother's name? Uh, Nathan. Hey, Nathan. So we'll call him Swagger Bum. <laughs> Swagger Nate. Okay. Um, so here's a little bit of the of the one from last week. Oh, so it's a Sarah and Vinny secret, secret show. Hi. Um, <laughs> today's a Monday, so Monday, March 20th. So this is the... Late, she was a 45-year-old female married to a 36-year-old male. They have a 13-year-old daughter together. She has a son, her husband's stepson, and then her, hus- her new husband has his own stepson. Oh, wait. So that's the stepson. I don't know. There's a bunch of kids involved. Anyways, she, he was banging escorts and texting with, texting with whores. But it's so funny like it totally slipped my mind. And there was mm-hmm. there was some complexity to that one too and and some poorly some poorly written sentences. Well, Please if I remember correctly, she caught him because his Apple Watch was blowing up in the middle of the night. Yeah. And then they he confront she confronted him. He admitted it. They went to counseling. They seemed to be doing better. And now he's backslid back into the whores and she's caught him again and she's trying to decide what to do. And I right. think we all were pretty 
on the same page, which was you can't keep you letting can't trust him do that guy that anymore, right? Unless you're okay with that, right? All right, so here was the one you didn't pick because the choice was last week on Friday was between whores and dogs. Okay, so this is a neighbor story, and this is this is a tale that's been told many a time. So I will be interested to hear if our listeners will have any advice for this. Um, but I gave it a lot of thought, and I, I, have some, I have some feelings about it myself. Because obviously you can't go kill the dog. Sorry. That's just not allowed. Hey, guys. Big fan. I'd appreciate the help. Thanks in advance. Don't send me a name. Uh, year before last, we moved from San Mateo to Fairfield when we purchased our first home. Nice. And we both work from home 98% of the time now. We have a three-year-old and a one-year-old, and we just needed the space. Fairfield is fine. We're in a really nice residential neighborhood west of 80. The house is to die for at a third of the price of where we were, but it's no peninsula. Sorry about it, Fairfield. Anyway, I've taken to residential living quite well. Those insurance commercials about becoming your parents is my life to a T right now. I love those commercials. <laughs> I love those commercials. I think they're great. <clears throat> I'm annoyed when the neighbors don't take their trash cans in on time. I'm always doing house projects, which I secretly love. Obsess over the lawn, typical dad stuff, yada, yada, yada. Here's the deal. What's on time for bringing in the trash anyway? Same day. Yeah, yeah same you, day, right? Because sometimes you right. have a 9 to 5 job, you get home at 6 p.m. Then you right. take it in at 6 p.m. Right. Yeah. Okay. Just you don't even walk in the house. You take no. them in right. and then you go in the house. Right. All right. And you don't put them out midday the day before. You put them out that evening. You put at them night. Out, you yeah. Know. Mm-hmm. Right. I don't know. I, there is some etiquette there. I'm not involved in that transaction at all, though. <laughs> but John says, you know, he's got, oh, this guy. Rah, rah, rah. His thing was upside down. It was in the I don't mind the earlier days. in the day put out if everything's sealed and the crows haven't gotten into your crap, but. I do yeah, think once true. trash has been picked up, you got to get those things pulled in. Right. Anyway. And if you can do it before you leave for work, a lot of times, you know, they, they've come very early and you could mm-hmm. lug those things in and then they're not sitting there all day. Anyway, do whatever you want. That's not what this is about. So there you go. This, uh, this person has another beef. Uh, here's the deal. This person writes a few months ago, one of our direct neighbors to the rear of our property, uh, no HOA, FYI, we share a fence. Uh, this, new na- this neighbor got two new dogs, and they bark. They bark a lot. They bark so much, they seem to lose their voice, and then it becomes the most annoying-sounding bark, which makes it even worse. Seems to be one dog more so than the other, but what's the difference? Now I'll say, I don't really like pets. I would never let one live in my house, etc., because of the smells, the fur. The ruining of the furniture, the danger to my kids, etc. So I'm not, I get that I'm not an impartial party. Sounds harsh, and I get it. And my wife couldn't be more opposite. She loves her kitty cat, now a garage cat, and is a bona fide animal lover. <laughs> In my defense, I used to like dogs fine, but after a couple summers during college delivering mail on foot and running for my life, it cured me of that. The guy doesn't like dogs anymore. These two dogs seem to live outside mostly, if not all the time, which seems cruel with the weather we've been having. And they seem to bark at anything and everything. And sometimes dogs just bark because they're like, why am I in the backyard? Somebody, please let me in. Sometimes they just seem to love barking. These two dogs live outside most of, if not all the time. 
they bark at everything. When there is a moment of peace and quiet, it's quickly ended when my son is in his sandbox or when I go out to grill. They sense if not hear us, and then the barking really goes through the roof. It really bothers me, and I'm bitter. Why do these neighbors get to make a decision that affects the whole neighborhood so much? So enough was enough. I went over there a few Fridays ago after a little liquid courage. Oh, no. Oh, nice. <laughs> Let's go. All right. Uh, no, I didn't lose my cool. Okay. Polite as can be, and so were they, to be honest. I scapegoated my kids, ha, lied, and said we were big pet people, but it was just becoming a problem, plain and simple. They acknowledged the problem. They seemed to not be surprised that someone had come, to be honest. I'll bet you weren't even the first. Mm-hmm. I'll bet you, look, that is incredibly disruptive. And just to be out, and listen, summer's coming. Like, you're going to be sitting outside, and all summer long, there's just going to be dogs going fucking wild on the other side of the fence. Man, I get pissed when down the street I can hear a dog barking. Like, oh my God, it's incessant. Make it stop. Someone shoot that dog. Of course, you can't do that. And I shouldn't even say it. And I don't know why I did. So. I can dump take that. It out. It's all good. No. Yeah. Yikes. Don't dump it. Leave it, it in. I, everyone thinks now. it. Stop it. I scapegoat on my kids. Blah, blah, blah. Okay. So uh, they acknowledge the problem. They seem to not be surprised someone come. They said they do bring them in at night, which is true and something, I guess. And they said. They had a shock collar coming that they were puppies, so hopefully it'll get better. I'm not sure they actually are puppies. And that was that. I left. And a month later, it hasn't gotten better. Not at all. Maybe not worse. How can it? But not better. So what do I do? Go again? Have my wife go over this time? Go to the other neighbors, see if it's just me? Start keeping track of times and durations of barking sessions so I have a case when this inevitably escalates to the city and civil court? Okay, hopefully I'm getting ahead of myself. Hopefully. I get that I work from home, so I probably do notice more than most. But am I the a-hole here? Have you guys dealt with this type of thing in my shoes or theirs? I know Connie's a dog guy. What'd you do? Mm-hmm. That's you, Con- That's you, Vinny. Yeah, Connie. I know. Uh, <laughs> what did you do? What would you have me do? Help me. Sincerely, dog lover in Fairfield. Mm-hmm. Mm. Okay, well, what I would want to do when I first went over there without some drinks next time don't have drinks on your breath when you go over there because you want to be sharp and able to answer the follow-up questions so uh, the first thing i thought is these people bought dogs as many people do they find out the hard way maybe not that they're not dog people but they find out that dogs are a lot of freaking work a lot And if if you love dogs, then it's a labor of love and you're happy to do it because the joy a dog gives you that unconditional, I want to stand next to you all day, every day, no matter what. I will stare at you and I will stare some more. Yeah, that's part of the love that you're after when you get a dog. But it may not be that way for, you know, I don't know, half, maybe less than half. But a third of the people who get dogs are like, this is bullshit. Throw them in the backyard and thank God we have double pane windows and fuck the neighbors. So I do think that it's to hear their puppies is horrifying. If they're already pushed outside, you're looking at 10 to 15 years of dog barking. Like that's not the end of their life. You're at the very beginning. A lot. Hopefully they're going to train them and love them. And this, this will get better if they're in fact puppies. They might get better. I don't, you know, anyone would tell you if you had any knowledge of dogs not to buy two at once. 
because you need them to bond and listen to you one at a time separately yep. and not have them bond with each other and be like, no, we're pals. We just do us. And all we do is park together all day long. That's right. what we do. We don't do anything else. So, look, I am not I'm not a fan of a dog barking all day, so I'm with you there, but I'm not a fan of shock collars. I don't think that's the way. What I did with Willa I don't mean to belabor this, but I'm trying to actually answer the question. So yeah. Willow was a, is a lab. I don't know what kind of dogs those are, but Willow, Willow was a lab and was hyper as fuck. Like so hyper when I brought her home, it was cute. And then it was, oh my God, my quality of life is very low. Thanks to this dog. I believe in sticking it out and working with her and I did and she definitely got better on that front one of the weird things though is when I finally sold my VW I bought a pickup truck specifically thinking oh she'll love getting him back I, I put a shell on it yeah. so it was protected mm -hmm. but she could come with me she would get in the truck and bark from the minute we started driving somewhere the whole time until we got there and the whole time home like, if oh. there was no, I don't know what about it made her bark, but she barked nonstop. Did and she I feel was, like she, maybe she couldn't see well out the window? I mean, maybe she just was scared? She was still young at the time, but yeah. I don't know. I don't know what that was. But so I got something called a citronella collar. Yes. Citronella is, from what I'm told, what they use in mosquito repellent. Yeah. In this case... Dogs hate the freaking smell of it. So the collar would go around her neck and it had a little box right under her jaw. Uh-huh. And it had a little, uh, it shot out when noise was made. So anytime she barked, it would shoot citronella out and she would smell the citronella and be bummed. It doesn't hurt them. It doesn't Does it stop you. the barking? It stopped the barking immediately oh for her doesn't work I immediately, for every dog so, like it was so effective that i was able to take the collar off and just show it to her and oh. she would go Ugh. no noise no noise. so whether or not that will work like to me as a neighbor and you're dealing with this in such a way that it's profound Maybe even buy them for them. Find out what size those dogs are. Buy them and say, Please. hi, neighbor, try these. And and like, I'm not saying you should have to spend that money, but they are your neighbors and you are in a neighborhood. And this is what home ownership ends up becoming is you've got to find a way to because you'll end up in a feud and you'll end up fucking hating them. Right. And I had a friend just recently told me the story that He's been in a feud with his neighbors. He was in a feud. They were in a feud for over 20 years. And he finally just moved away. And it was like his whole life got better. Oh. Because anytime he was at home, he was feuding with these neighbors. Yeah, there's like a nagging thing. It's people you don't want to see. You don't want to go out your front door because you don't want to see these people. Or for you, out your back door for the person who wrote in. Well, and you find when, once you're feuding that you do things to each other. Oh, your music's up? I'm going to put my music up too and we'll see who's, who's got a better stereo. Like, whatever yeah. it ends up being is just no way to live. It's no way to live. So, uh, 
that's my recommendation is consider a citronella collar. Consider doing, you've got to work with them. Don't turn them into your enemies. Right. And I think that that speaks to the the whole, like, I do think going to talk to your neighbors can often completely diffuse a situation and still let them know, look, there is, this is a problem. This is a problem and, and I want to be a good neighbor and I would like you to be a good neighbor too. I think you started the right way. I don't know about the drinking thing. It sounds like you kept her cool and that it went fairly smoothly. But to your point about document, I would document this because you're not wrong. This could escalate because you could call animal control. I think you can. I think that's who you call. Mm-hmm. You can call. You know, dog. Yeah, busters. you report animal abuse, and that's the next sort of. That's the next step towards feuding forever with these people. Is right. is you know doing that, but if if they're receptive and you are all acting neighborly right. and like grownups, you can probably solve this. If not, yes, you'll have to call animal control, but that will absolutely be the nail in that relationship's. You know, there's your coffin. It begins right once you've involved the outside authorities, and now someone is dictating to them how their dogs need to be treated and kept, mm-hmm. and and what it you know. I think you can even get fined for for uh, noise nuisances mm-hmm, yeah. um, if you've been repeatedly told about that. But and this could actually become a legal thing where you are you know suing for your quality of life. And I think keeping a log of I I talked to them on this day, and then how long they barked and what times every single day never changed. No, and then I talked to them again on this date, and then I. Talk to animal control on this date, and this is what changed or what didn't change. I I really do think that you might, in the end, you might need to have some documentation about this, not just, this is all the time. Mm. And I'm sure of it. You don't want the feud, but uh, I I guess it's too late to be anonymous. Yeah. It sounds like you're ready to to jump in on this, Brittany. Go ahead. Yeah, I was thinking that, uh, you know... You can't. I was thinking originally, like if you do snitch, <laughs> do it anonymously. Like call. If you, you can't call nine one one, but you can call the authorities or call yeah, the, yeah. the non emergency nine one one and say that this person is kind of disturbing the peace or whatever. And I also think that it's pretty cruel to the animals, like the fact that they're losing their voice after barking for quite some time. And right now it's winter, outdoor dogs. That's kind of fucked up. It is. So. um but yeah, my, my my initial thought was to do this anonymously, but I feel like you're a bust now. So if you call the authorities and they come, they're going to be like, all oh, those fucking neighbors that came over when they were having some drinks, those guys are the ones that called the authorities, right? Like, right. You, there's got to be a way. I that... liked Vinny's thought about getting a few neighbors mm-hmm. in on this right. together. Um, And they, I did go back and look. Uh, They're saying, uh, just this happened just a couple months ago. They got these two dogs who then just, from then on, were barking. And this is now when you're in the house most of the time. Like, pretty soon it's going to be summer and everyone's going to want to be outside. And these, you know, frenzied dogs are going crazy in this backyard. Mm. Go ahead. Maybe get a pole or something out there. and Get a bunch of neighbors in. Everybody everybody sign this petition to get those fucking dogs out of here. There's, listen, there's there's a dog near here. It doesn't happen all the time, but it happens. Oh, Jim. It's not Jim. No, Jim. uh, Jim's very cognizant of that. And then when they have dogs around there, they're, they're good about it. Yeah, he's cognizant, all right. Look, my dog's shitting on Sarah's yard. Mm. Come here, pup. Yeah, that was why <laughs> I fenced poop. my yard. My, I fixed that by fencing my yard. 
Oh. Now he can't take a shit in my yard anymore. Oh, still pisses right. out front. There's still some dog piss out front. <laughs> and people walk in their dogs, let their dogs piss on my fence. But I'm like, eh, at least it's not in my yard. Don't right. walk around out there. I'm not stepping in it. They're doodles. So, uh, there, but there's a dog out kind of behind my property. There's a park behind my property that is, mm-hmm. it is not, specifically not a dog park. But I'm not going to go get in a fight with everybody who takes their dog off leash there and throws a ball. But sometimes I'm just trying to walk through the park to get out to the other side over there. And man, there'll be a dog come running at me. And I'm not like deathly afraid of dogs, but I'm a, I have a healthy fear of, dog, of a dog running at me, a good sized dog. My sister's leg got tore up when we were kids by some neighborhood dog. And they didn't have to do anything about it. You know, and then from then on out, like you couldn't, I was like afraid to go near that dog or near that house even. Like she still has this huge scar on her leg. So anyways, I got a healthy fear of dogs. I don't want them to come running at me. And which is why I don't go down to the dog park, which is about a mile from here. And that's not a dog park, but I'm not going to get in a fight. Well, but that's why they don't go to the dog park either. It's about a mile from here. They're yeah. here. They're Walk like, it. Hey, Walk your dog crazy. out. So aggravating. It's like, and there's little kids around there. So I don't like it. But anyway, so there's this one dog that lives just, just right over there. And sometimes they leave that dog out all day and it barks from dawn until they come home from work. Mm. And it's, and I know their neighbor too. And they said, even when, they don't leave the dog outside all day and they leave it inside. I can hear it barking inside the house all day. That's one of those dogs that if it's alone, it's barking. Poor guy. I know. I feel bad. The dog, but some dogs are like that. They just vocalize all day long. And I know people say it's cruel or it's this or it's that. You know, there is a surgery that can remove. I don't care. I, I think that if that's what it takes to keep your dog and to keep a happy situation and to keep the neighbors happy and to continue to love that dog, it might be the most humane thing that you can do because people dump dogs all the time. Oh, everyone's complaining about this dog. I'm going to let it go on the other side of the highway. Like that happens. And so if it comes down to it and there's nothing and the citronella doesn't work, shot collars seem painful and awful. I say, you know, if you can't stop it any other way, get that vocal cord surgery. And you can send your letters to Brent at RadioAlice.com. Well, he can't get that vocal cord surgery for other people's dogs. But I do. Look, the best way to handle this is to stay friendly and act like you're working on this problem with them. Together. And not being their enemy because, look, I, I, I just don't want you to be part of the problem is maybe there was a time in California when there were enough homes to purchase that you could go, well, just move. Fuck mm-hmm. it. There aren't homes all over the place that are available and they're all way too expensive now. Right. You've got to make that neighborhood work. You know, if you've ever filled out um, a sheet about a house you're trying to sell as well. You have to disclose noise issues. Oh. Like, I'm sure if Bryn never goes to sell his house, he has to say, there's an airport right there. You've got to put that on there. There's that's a so train. Obvious, that's a, Yeah, but you know what? You, <laughs> right and then it even says, it'll say, neighborhood noise nuisances that you are aware of, yes or no. And if you are trying to sell a house and there's a dog going, and the reason you're selling it is because of this noise thing, like that, it just makes it more difficult. Because you could imagine that getting sued now. Now you've moved. You've solved your problem. And the people who bought your house are going to sue you because you didn't disclose. Oh, yeah, these dogs have been barking. That guy used to come over all the time. 
and yell about these dogs. Oh, really? Because I don't see it anywhere here on my disclosures packet. Mm. Anyway, I I hope you have a great day. <laughs> I hope the dog doesn't bark too much today. They I got keep this. It. This I is this is that. you know what I think that people make things so much worse because they're unable to just be social and be a neighbor and be part of the solution. Be that, and, and you're allowed as a neighbor to say. Look, I get your situation. I love dogs, too. We can't live like this, but I'll help you figure out a way that we can work this out. I want yep. you to, I want you to be my friend. I don't want to fight with you. Mm. Right. But what's happening in your backyard can't is happen, problematic. Right. That has right. to end. Well, hopefully their neighbors are you know, receptive. Well, that's the thing. Sometimes people get super defensive and they're just like, mm-hmm. I don't want to hear about this anymore. I guess in that case, maybe you can just blame Frank from across the street. Frank's yeah. calling the SPC on you. And so I'm here to help. <laughs> I just want to stop that. <laughs> that Frank's damn going Frank. crazy. Yeah. He's so mad. <laughs> He's afraid to come over here. Chicken shit, Frank. Fucking Frank, man. <laughs> calling the authorities. Punk. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, Sanjur, see how we do with the problems? I think we solved it. I think we solved it. Mm. Let us know if we solved it. Uh, send your emails to Bryn, B-R-Y, and at RadioAlice.com. And we'll see you back here tomorrow. Thanks for listening. The end.